everybody. This is Jordan with the Crohn's Veteran Podcast. Uh, thanks, thanks for joining me. I am joined by my amazing co-hosts, CJ Cabrera and Renika Wood. How are you guys doing today? Just kicking like a villain. Tired of AF. <laughs> <laughs> well, that, that, is, that is what we're talking about today. And so um, today's conversation, there's no guest today. And so, and so today's conversation is about uh, fatigue and IBD. And so uh, and CJ uh, is going through this right now. Um, pretty, pretty heavy, and I'm no stranger to it too. And so we're gonna, I'm sure, Vanika also. And so, and so the idea, so the idea today is just to you know, allow us to, you know, t- talk about our own our journeys with fatigue, and you know, some some of the things that uh, that help us get through, and you know, and um, kind of go from there. So, you know, I, I'll stop, I'll stop talking, and you know, and I'll let um, CJ, you know, tell his story. All right. So usually, um, when I first started my journey, I, I would have like just normal fatigue and for that for me that would be like just slightly tired um but i could still push through the day but um recently after you know uh my disease has gotten worse and my medication has stopped working um i've kind of been experiencing extreme fatigue and that's like really really draining where i have like no sense of energy whatsoever i feel like I'm being pulled down. There's like a force just like pulling me down and um, pretty debilitating. I'm not going to lie because you just you're just tired. You're just there. You have no energy to do anything. You don't want to do anything. Um, some of the ways that I tried to combat it was, you know, um, taking B12 um, before before mm. this extreme fatigue. I told I was telling Renika, I was like, yeah, I have like fatigue. It's like kicking my butt. But then, you know, she told me about vitamin B12, and then I went to the store, and I would take it, and I was just like, you know what? I feel kind of better now. I could actually, you know, function like a normal human being. But, you know, this this time around, this, like, extreme fatigue, it's no helping it. Like, the only thing that slightly helps is just, like, resting in bed and sleeping, just, like, not moving, pretty much. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> you know, she just... When I said, I'm not going to say I'm sorry you're going through this. I'm going to say, I wish you wasn't going through this. Because we know how it feels to have fatigue. You know, I remember when my fatigue was so significant where I couldn't even keep my eyes open. A little small gesture, open your eyes. How easy is that? But you so tired, your eyes being open is like your whole body going through a massive workout. That's how I mm-hmm. felt with fatigue. And I had to really think about what was causing the fatigue and how do I uh, try to find things to help me go around the fatigue. So you mentioned the resting. So for me, I did take B12. And I was taking them so so consistently. I was like, you know what? Well, this does feel good. And I started taking them. It worked good for me. And I didn't really realize the fatigue had stopped. I just started setting the fact that I felt tired every now and again. But it wasn't to the extreme of me having like to rest. Now, when I was going through my flares, what? That's a different, <laughs> different kind of story. So do you think you're going through a flare right now? Yeah, I feel like as soon as I get the new medication and, you know, the information under control, I feel like I'll definitely get better. Maybe an iron infusion or two could help as well. Um, I, have mm. to, I definitely have to go in and get labs done. And I'm going to do that tomorrow. So, you know, ho- 
hopefully the results come back saying like my iron's low and then you know they're scheduling me for an iron infusion so i can go mm-hmm. and hopefully help me feel yeah. better but um i hope it's something simple, like 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 simple like that that helps yeah yeah, it's it is amazing how the fatigue can knock you down like like it is nothing. Um, it's tough because you know being an active person like myself is just like something I have to adjust to physically and mentally. You know, mm-hmm. like allowing myself to actually like take a break and not do things is just like. I'm usually so hard on myself. Now I have to be like, nah, bro, you're good. Just relax, you know, take a nap, go to sleep. You know, it's all good. Right. Mm-hmm. That's something I definitely struggle with myself is allowing myself to take a break and take a nap and not do anything. And so, uh, and, and so um, I'm, I'm actually like in the mind, in the mindset a lot of the time, like I won't even stand, I won't even sit down you know, a lot of the time just because of, I know that I sit down for more than five minutes, I'm going to fall asleep. And so, and so, and I'm like, man, I got, I got so much stuff to do. And, um, but that's not just, but it's, no, that's not a, so it's for, so my challenge is, it's kind of an ongoing find, find the balance. And it because, you know, I won't be able to do, to do the things I don't need to do in life if I'm not, you know, taking, taking proper care of myself type thing. And so, um, yeah, so, you know, so, yes, yeah, so I had time for you. You actually, I admire you for, you know, being able to actually, you know what? I'm going to sleep for like two, three hours. So that's, that's awesome. So, you know, I, I need to do that more. And so I'd probably be a healthier, healthier, you know, more well-adjusted person if I took, took more breaks. But, I, but I'm probably, I know my focus is just trying to get good sleep at night. Right. Mm-hmm. I just think yeah. that, like, do you guys feel guilty about taking a break? When you have fatigue, like, do you feel guilty about stopping and just let everything around you just be still? Um. Does that make sense? Not guilt for me. It's more. It's more like you know. I'm like irritated that I have things to do and I'm tired. Okay. So, yeah, I wouldn't say guilt. Mm-hmm. I'm kind of on Jordan's side with that too. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. You know, right. usually, like I would just try and power through it before, but like when it's like this debilitating, it's just like you, you just have to do it. There's no mm-hmm. pushing through it. Right. Right. I mean, I mean, like after the first surgery, I didn't, I didn't really have any fatigue problems. It wasn't until the alien being gone and stuff, and the kind of, you know, the chronic problems that I had, and that, that was kind of, kind of constantly fighting. You know, even, even the last job I had, I was falling asleep at work and stuff, and I was taking no dose and stuff just to try to like, get through the day. It was ridiculous, and so, so sometimes I'm like, you know, well, you know, life sucks, and you know, it doesn't matter how tired I am, I still have to, you know, do what I have to do, and. And and my dream is to be in a situation where I don't where I don't have to call choices. Right, I agree with that. Mm-hmm. You know, that's why I asked about about the the guilt. I couldn't use another word, but I said guilty because when I was having my significant flares and I'll be at work, I would have to sometimes leave work to come home and lay down for like an hour on on my couch. Mm. And the thought of me getting up, putting on shoes, going back to work was like. Man, I quit this job today. <laughs> I don't mean that for real, but that's how I feel like, man, I quit this job, right? This at 103, I quit this job because the task of my work was so hard. But since I had my ostomy surgery in 2018, I haven't really had any of that fatigue. I can really say I have not had the fatigue. I have not had the flares. Yeah. I have not had any of the challenges 
that I was, oh my God, that I had before I had my surgery. And that's one thing that I can say that worked for me because my disease is somewhat controlled now. Um, I still take um, biologics still out every um, 29, 28, 29 days, but still the flares, the pass of the blood, the mucus, the infections, the anemia, which is still present every now and again, all that stuff kind of kind of set aside. Once my body was able to get the proper proper rest, the proper nutrients it needed, I could even eat more foods. I could tolerate more fruits and vegetables than I can that back then. Because back then I could only eat like high carb like high carb foods, rice and like breads and pastas, because I couldn't eat anything that requires any type of uh, green vegetable or anything to have any type of mm. of of fiber in it because I'm going to the bathroom immediately. So yeah. that's another thing, not getting proper rest at night. Eventually, this stuff will really take a toll on your body. Yes. Yeah. And your mental health, you know, like just you know, constantly, chronically being tired and fatigued, you know. Um, and usually, you know, because usually when, 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 a, when a person's you know, tired, you know, you're cranky, right? Yeah. And so, and so, like, you know, it's pretty normal, right? And so, um, and so, but that's like, you know, all the time, every day, it's like, man, you know, it's like, you know, it's not anybody else's fault that, you know, that you feel this way. So it's something that you have to check to make sure they can, you know, they're not taking out the fact that you don't, you know, they get tired and fatigue on like other people. Kind of so, what? do you guys experience uh, mm-hmm. insomnia with your fatigue? Yes. Mm. I have. Me, like, I mean, not so much. Like, I'm it's almost like I'm so tired throughout the day. By the time I actually lay down, I'm almost like just like my switch, and so and so. Um, but that's um. But I'm also like not a heavy sleeper too. I can I can still wake up, but I can fall asleep easily. Oh, see, I'm the opposite. Um, even in the last past few months, I've had periods of insomnia that lasted for about a week. Like I would be up at like four in the morning. I'm on TikTok, I'm on Instagram, mm-hmm. apartments, I'm looking at YouTube videos. There was no sleep in sight. Get up at 7 30, 8 o'clock in the morning, like, hey, what's up? Let's get it. Was not tired. But then my body would crash. But I haven't had any of the, the chronic fatigue. But when I back in the day when I did have a lot of the fatigue, at times I was so tired that I couldn't go to sleep. Mm. Like I was I felt I felt restless. I felt hopeless. How you be like? Please just put this. I just want to go to sleep. Yeah. I'm just so tired. You cannot go. You like, oh my yeah. god! Please don't go to sleep. Like you be yeah, begging to go to sleep. <laughs> like, like I'd be trying to go to sleep at like three. It'd be like three in the morning, and then out of nowhere, I'll hear birds chirping. I'm just like, yeah. I was like, what? At three in the morning? Y'all supposed to be it, sleeping? <laughs> yeah, it's still dark out. But uh, what's, what's good, Victoria? What's good, Miguel? Uh, Malene? Hey! Oh, hey, 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 guys. But yeah, that's... It's 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 one of those things with insomnia where it's just like you just pray and pray and pray you fall asleep and it's just like you kind of need like some extra help. Like if it's like mm-hmm. my supplements or, you know... For me, like supplements weren't even helping me. I, would, I tried... Um, I don't even got here, but I have like extra melatonin. Yeah, extra strength melatonin, and I like pop like three of them. Three of them. Wow. Nothing. Not a lick of sleep. Not even tired. 
crazy tired. And it just like built up pressure in like my head. I'm just like this. This did not help. It made it worse. <laughs> <laughs> but honestly, I feel like cannabis, though, since I did get my uh, medical marijuana card, uh, okay, that's, that's gonna help a lot because the other day I did, you know, I, I gave up. I was just like, yo, fuck this. Because <laughs> after like I was up since ten to like five in the morning, I'm just like. After popping like two like extra strength melatonin, I'm just like I tried meditating, I tried a whole bunch of stuff, and I was just like, nothing is working. Fuck it. I got up, I cleaned one of my bongs, and then I like ha I had a pre roll in there. It's like black tie CBD, and it's like an indica. It's a blueberry blast, and I just like took it apart, put it in the grinder, and just like took like three bong rips, and then like 15 minutes later, I went to bed and I uh, fell asleep. Huh? Okay. So you know, well, cannabis helps. Well, you know, you you know, I'm not gonna go on my other side of my other my other professional brand. Let's keep it. <laughs> I'm a holding I'm a holding the road for this conversation <laughs> right here. But you gotta do whatever works. <laughs> never try another day. You gotta do what best for you. Even with melatonin, I've taken it in the past, and to where at times it did the the opposite for me. Then what was it? It gave me insomnia mm. or bad sweats or nightmare. I was like, oh no, I'm done with it right here. I woke up one night, I was pouring sweat. I yeah, said, what happened? Good. I slept for like four hours and my mind like entangled with work. It probably was like two thirty in the morning. And I'm up for the rest of the day until it's time to go to work. It was so weird. Wait, wait, you said so off like, of melatonin? Yeah, like yeah. Bad sweats? Ooh. Yeah. For me Ooh. having for me. I feel like I had that too, but Somewhat with the T as well. Like I'd like my heart would be racing. I'd be like sweating Race. and stuff. I'm just like, yes. what the hell is going wow. on? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm just like, I am tripping. Like there's like no, no you're way. not. Cause I had it so bad about when was it? About one, two, about three weeks ago. I was in my room. I had melatonin for like the last past four days. I was going through my little somnia kick, and it's about seven thirty. 8 p.m. I took melatonin. I said, okay, about 10 30 to bed sleep. Took a shower. While I'm in the shower, I got out. I was like, it was hot. I was like, it's hot in here. I said, but this is how I always feel, but it was extra hot. Like it was like, I'm sweating hot. Okay, cool. So I go, I get dressed, and then my heart was like, boom, 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 boom. I was like, what? I had my phone on now on one. I had it on the call. I like pushed that button so fast. I have a heart attack. I was about to die, I'm about to die myself. But I called my nurse and I drank some water. And I said, Renika, calm down, you good. So I got up, it happened again. I said, okay, what's really good? I got up again, laid down. I went to sleep for like four hours. Got up, I was torn, sweat. It was so bad. I said, after that, I haven't taken any since then. So no shade in the battle who take melatonin, but just for me, I just can't take it because it gave me the, the, the opposite reaction it was supposed to give me. Yeah, I can't take wow. it either. Um, I, I guess I'm the only person that actually works for her. Huh? <laughs> Steven Braverman says hi. What's good, Steven? Hey, hey what's Steven. Good? What's good, Steven? Victoria said one of the nurses I had. Oh, wait. She'll see. You warned me about melatonin side effects. I declined taking it. And then she's, yeah, that's what she said. A nurse so, at so OSU, OHSU just here the other day warned me about the melatonin and I declined taking it. Victoria, so thank you for talking to us, listening, Victoria and, and Steven. Um, what are some of the side effects? I'm just interested in knowing, like, what are some of the side effects that the nurse told you about 
from a medical standpoint to get a better understanding, I'm just curious to know, like, what are some of the side effects she mentioned to you or he mentioned to you that got you kind of deterred from taking that medication? That's for anybody out of listening. Like, if you ever had any history of once again, we, we, we are not doctors. We're only talking about our own personal experiences about how we feel. But we want to know, like, what are your experiences with taking these uh, natural remedies like melatonin and whatnot? And how have they helped you or caused you type of long-term challenge? Because it's not good for me. I can't take Benadryl. But I didn't take no melatonin. Benadryl had me like, like, like a... I'd be hyped from Benadryl. I'd be hyped. Like, I'd have had me a good old... I don't know, but I lead into the thoughts. But yeah, it's not good for me either. I'm not a pill popper, put it like that. I don't, I don't, I'm not big on medication, so. I'm like, I'm pretty tolerant to all that stuff. I can take, I can take, um, you know, all kinds of medications and stuff when people, you know, have all these weird side effects that happen to them or whatever. Like, I'm straight. I feel like, <laughs> Every time. I feel like it depends mm. on, like, how, how your body is. At yeah, everybody's good. Yeah. Yeah. It's not a good thing, like, you know, like, but, um, like, when I was, like, uh, sick, I remember, like, um, you know, they're just, like, the pain medications, like, you know, like, uh, Vicodins and stuff like that wouldn't even touch, wouldn't even touch what I was going through. And so, and so, like, it was, like, I, you know, it was, it was ridiculous, it was, it was ridiculous. And also, you know, saying, saying the fatigue topic, you know, when CJ was talking, I was, like, did I almost fall asleep? <laughs> So like so you know I'm tired too man like so like um we all we all we all just go through it's funny. Victoria says um she was out of it too on the drugs to remember uh mm. so she just knows that she declined it. <laughs> okay, and it's funny because when I was in the hospital, not this time but in 2019, my nurse kept pumping me with 10 milligrams of melatonin, melatonin melatonin i'm like what is what is the lady give me you know how you i think she want to keep me asleep so she can not come to my room because i want some some of them the 100 gram cookies and i got, <laughs> got i got her nerves i want to i want that like every two hours i just got on my nerves i don't give a four in the morning three i want some 100 gram cookies i'm hungry girl i want them now i want them right look not right now i want to rent now <laughs> but then i said okay i'm gonna go home i'm gonna do some more melatonin was not the same melatonin I had. I was like, no, this can't be. I tried to get a core different brands, but it wasn't for me. But you know, think about the the word toler tolerable and tolerance, Jordan. You know, people metabolizes things in their bodies differently than everybody else's do. Definitely, so, definitely. Right. So how I metabolize a particular drug, uh, whether it be biologic, over the counter medication, how you metabolize is different. Um, there are so many factors that go into um, the metabolization of, of of drugs or over-the-counter prescription medication. That's why I said take it only as prescribed and as the doctor prescribed it for you. Mm -hmm. so, I look at that, but this fatigue thing is really to the point to where I know for me, initially, when I had my Crohn's at first, my, my blood was down to a, I want to say a 6.5. And she said, mm. how are you walking? I said, oh, was that no. low? She said, is it low? She said, a 13 is what average. You have a 6.5? And they had referred me to an oncologist. I said, why am I going to an oncologist again? 
Because your blood is so low, you get infusions. I said, what kind of infusions? So they put me on iron pills. That caused me to be severely constipated. I was like, can't do this. And then eventually my blood started to increase in my insomnia because I was anemic. So mm. the anemia uh, kind of went away, but it still stayed dormant. So I see it average by like, by like a 10.5 to 11. So I'm always cold or then the, the tiredness come from, from, from the anemia. So, and CJ, I asked about your personal things because if you are, you know, in a flare and having chronic diarrhea, that can also call you to become anemic and call you to become severely fatigued as well. That's why I mentioned that beforehand about where you're going through experience like a flare right now. Yeah, I probably, um, probably am having that part of the side effect for the insomnia and the fatigue. Um, mm -hmm. but you know, labs tomorrow, hopefully they come back with some answers and I could probably, you know, get some relief. I'm glad you get labs done. Everybody out there listening, I'm not a doctor, but I recommend everybody get labs at least three to six months, especially if you're on bi biologics. My mm. doctor at times forget to get my labs. I have to call them and say, well, I haven't had labs in the last past uh, six months. And I go to lab corp and I get my labs because sometimes our bodies do reject our medications and we're taking them for no reason because you're not really right. make, sure you, make sure you fight for them too because like I was in the ER. I went to the ER to get a throat culture done and I was supposed to get labs done. But then, you know, one of the doctor comes in and he's like, well, your labs from November look good. I'm like, bitch, motherfucker, we're in, we're in, <laughs> we're in April. Mm. What the fuck you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but but I was, I was, yeah but i was just like i was just so tired and it was like eight or nine and i've been there since like like seven and i'm just like i don't, I don't care at this point i just want my results i'm just trying to leave right that, that's the kind of thing like these doctors don't care you have to actually like fight these doctors to get the test that you want to get done they always say doctors work for you you know i could not I might get a t-shirt made said nobody can tell you how you feel because mm -hmm. I don't care what doctor tell you. Doctor, I need some lab work done. I'm paying for it, not you. You're not even drawing the, you're not even drawing the blood, sir. You need to sign right. the and then get my lab work done. Exactly. You're not drawing the blood, sir. I'm like, sir, you can get my blood work. But my doctor is awesome about giving me blood work and stuff, so I'm good about that. But some doctors do not even uh, think about your overall care not because they don't think about it it's the fact they have some of the clients i think and stuff fall through the cracks so shoot if you don't call me about it guess what i ain't call you about it that's how i look at it but the fatigue thing is very something serious because it can really damper your whole emotional dwelling and this can be very 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 uncomfortable so um so what are the things you know that you guys do to try to you know you know if anything to try to prevent or combat you know, issues with fatigue. Well, for me, you were saying that you're kind of a uh, fatigue free, so it's a real, it's a real envious and jealous of you now. So. No, I ain't gonna say fatigue free. Mm -hmm. I'm gonna say it's so minimum to where it's when a, I had it, absolutely it fine. You said what? <laughs> <laughs> no, I still get fatigued now, but it's just so minimal to where it used to be. It's kind of like, well, I can deal with this versus what yeah. I had. Mm -hmm. But for me, with my fatigue, I don't even know when it's going to come on. So I can't, I don't know how to prevent it. But when it do happens, I've learned 
it's okay to be okay with not being okay at this moment. That's something that I had. When I said felt guilty, I felt guilty about not being okay. I feel I had to still, hey, y'all, good morning, put a face on because I felt like I was, um, I was not, how I put this word, present. I wasn't presenting myself as I normally did. But I learned it's okay to be okay with not being okay. And I've mastered that. So if I'm tired, y'all have a good day. I'm good. I'm in the bed. Watch TV, doing nothing. Yep. And watch no dishes. I ain't keeping no watch some clothes up. I'm in the house chilling. So that's, I, I, so I admire you both for, for, for being able to, you know, that's something that I'm trying, that I need to do more of, like force myself to just kind of lay down type thing. Because I, I do, I'm not saying I don't, but it's usually like, you know, it'll be like, you know, a 10 or 11 o'clock at night where I'm like, okay, now I can have a few minutes and I, and I got to do better than that. And so it's a, it's a process. You got to because your body mm. will listen. Oh, it happens. Yeah. Because like I said, I'll like, okay, let me just watch the show. And it's my head will just cock back and fall asleep. <laughs> yeah. Think about, think about a car. You put a full tank of gas in your car, right? You keep driving it. You mm -hmm. just driving it. You ain't stopping no stop sign. You just driving. You just on go, slow mode. You just keep going. When that gas run out, that gas going to stop. Not because you want to stop, because that gas want to stop. Your body's the same way. Your body's like a car. Your arms are the front tires. The feet are the bottom tires. The motor is your heart. Your whole system side, you got to make sure that your body is functioning and know when to stop to get a rest. Because if not, when you force to stop, your body's going to respond differently than, than you you doing on your own because now it's out of your control. So I learned to listen to my body when I need be. I don't care who get mad about it because it's all about me at the moment. I'm not going to be mean, but I have to make sure that I'm good for myself at that time. Because right. I look good at it. Yeah. So... Victoria said, especially everyone who has Crohn's and colitis, not just those on biologics, my, lar my labs are super important to me. And Lola Sharp says, amen, preach it. Thank you for sharing. I appreciate the like. Thank you. Also, Victoria Thanks. said, I'm so sorry. My doctors do any tests I ask for and are glad I thought of it. And Lola Sharp said, you have to be your biggest advocate. I agree 100%. I agree. Mm -hmm. Thank you. You're right, Lola. You gotta Ooh. advocate for yourself because sometimes we the doctors in situations like that. What's going on, Mister mm. Mister Papero? Oh, my head hurt. You got a headache? Okay. You like well, day I gave myself a diagnosis, and it's funny Ooh. because sometimes we give ourselves like I knew when I had a flare, I knew when I had anemia, I knew when I had a fistula, when I had a fissure. Like you know these things, you go in there with information already giving your doctor. But the same token, when they don't hear you or listen to you, it's like, what's going on? So I don't stop until tag you. I need to get done because the end of it's my body. Once I look at it, I find a doctor one. Yeah, I'm starting to, you know, I've always been a fighter, especially with my doctors, but I'm starting more to, you know, put the pressure on them and just like, it's go time, like. I'm not about to just sit around and let y'all, you know, pass me around like a blunt. I'm not a fucking, <laughs> I'm not a joint. Mm. Right? I'm not a joint. I'm not a joint. <laughs> okay, I need, I need these things done, and I need them done as soon as possible. So stop playing with me. 
Right. Yeah. I'm not the one, two, yeah. or three. <laughs> That's right. I love it. And when you tell your doctor that you are an advocate for persons in the IBD community, you have a podcast that you co-host on, or, or you the owner or, or host on, when you are part of different coalitions, you're part of different support groups, they be like, what? Oh, yes, you can't tell me any everything because I know about what's going on, what ain't going on. Trust me, I probably know a lot about my diagnosis than you can know because I've been mm-hmm. through it. Unless you go through it, I can't never say you got to go through I go through because my experience is different than your experience. So I can't never say how you feel. I can say, well, I may have an understanding, but I can't say how you feel, though. So stop looking at it that way. Victoria said my pain care specialists are a different story they have their own agenda and they don't care yeah a lot of a lot of doctors especially with pain medication they, they yeah ignore their, I, their I had a very like that. I had a very negative I had a very negative experience with, with, with pain management and like a lot when I was you know, I go through my surgery and stuff and just apparently the months I was in the months leading up to that surgery because I was I was in really 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 bad shape, and uh, for just months on end, like I was sitting on Vicodins and Percocets and all that stuff, like Tic Tacs, and just just didn't do anything. And so, like, and so to try to convince somebody that you're in that kind of pain, you know, and being being um you know a black dude or whatever, it's just like you know, it's it's very difficult to try to get anybody to actually listen to what you have to say. I feel like you, know, you just got to OD sometimes. You just got to, you know, throw a mm. chair or something. Right, 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 right. You know, flipping tables and stuff. So, but, Yeah, I got to say about that. Y'all go ahead, Jordan. I got to say this about that. Yeah, I was, you know, but, you know, but it was, uh, my, my own experience was it was just very difficult. Pain is invisible unless you're, Unless your arm has been, you know, been blown off or something like that, you know, it's very, you know, it's, 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 you can't really see, you can't really see pain, especially stomach pain and stuff. And so, someone saying, you know, I need these, you know, really potent, you know, like, um, uh, you know, drugs or whatever, you know, like uh, opioids would be the word I was looking for. Like, you know, so saying that you know, I need, you know, really strong opioids to try to this pain is like, ah, oh, no, you're a drug addict, no. And so I was like, it's just really, it's just really, it's really, it's, it's, I remember just, you know, that was a really terrible experience. And so, you know, figuring out a way to, you know, it has to be a better way that, you know, the people that, you know, need these medications can get them. And, and on the people that, you know, are susceptible to abusing them or just anybody susceptible to, to abusing them, you know, that's just in a, you know, monitored in a way that people can still get, still get the help that they need. Right. So my thought process, and I have to remove my professional hat again, but use my own personal hat, is that when I had my surgeries, I have opted out of medications for pain management because of the adverse side effects it provided to me. The mm. nausea, the sweating, the diarrhea, the constipation, the fatigue, the I had get like low grade temperatures, like like 90, like 99 to 102. So I can't really function on pain medications. However, there are situations where pain medications are needed. When I had my surgery, initially the first three days, four days. Yes, you better give me my, give me my medication. I need that. But as time went on, I said, okay, can I get a bad with the pain management with the Tylenol or with an Aleve or Aleve and Guffin, but Tylenol? I said, okay, cool. 
in the same token, there are other medications you can take. There are none habit forming. And that's what comes down to be the argument. It's not that they want to give the medication. It's more of the habit forming of the long term um, effect of the opiate. Because if you have an opiate for about 30, 45 days, you stop taking them. The pain you once was feeling could be gone. But now you're experiencing pain from withdrawal of the opiate. And the only way to alleviate the pain is to get another opiate. And doctors now are so afraid of license, malpractice, challenges, all that stuff. But I do think medication management is important when you're going through specific challenges that requires it. But think about the long-term effect of it, too. That's our own personal standpoint of it. Like, now doctors give you out gabapentin a lot. That's for... Huh? So what's that? Gabapentin is used for a number of things. It's used for for procedure management. It's used for sleep sometimes. It's used for um, pain. Pain management is used for neurological challenges. However, people have started to abuse it in high amounts. But it helps you out with those challenges you may have going on outside of actually a pain pill. Also, you can get like a shot. It's called Tordol that lasts like three to five days. Now my doctor gave me an injection when I had my surgery that lasts for, I think, three days. So I had no pain. So when I started to get well a little bit, the pain management had to had started to decrease. It's called something. I can't think of the name of it, but you had to do that before I was there. So I signed away before. So, but wow, yeah. Well, I'm glad to hear that worked. That's awesome. It worked for a little bit. I mean, it worked for enough. Enough. I think a toothache is worse than any kind of pain. And that kind of pain, you can't not no time now. Right. And, 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 I, I mean, yeah, I mean, I mean, what's the worst? A toothache or, you know, they use that shot where they're like, ah, oh, right, right into your, you know. Give me, right, a, give me the shot. Shoot mm. me up, too fake. Trust. Right, right. Yeah. Oh, cool, cool guys. Um, Victoria says my pain care specialist stresses me out. I hate seeing them. <clears throat> Victoria, said, Victoria, you said that before. Oh, I think in the podcast you mentioned that before about your your pain management specialist and how they have like a yeah, I know that too. Yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I think. Oh, I'm I'm gonna do like a little segment on that coming up in, 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 a, in a couple of days about this pain management and uh, chronic illnesses and the correlation between the two. Yeah, I would. Yeah, I'd be interested in talking about that more too. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We're cool. We're cool, guys. Well, I think I think we're gonna wrap this up a little bit. Um, you know, I want to thank you know first to the people that joined the stream, joined the live stream for you know, for coming out and supporting us. You know, right? Much love. Much love. If I can do that, <laughs> is that a heart or apple? Right, exactly. <laughs> um, so, so thank you for that. You know, for the, for the people that are listening to this, watching this, if you, if you enjoy what we do and, and want to support us, you know, please like and subscribe to the to our Crohn's Better YouTube channel. Um, and also uh, check us out on www.cronsveteran.com. Uh, you can check out our Teespring store, where we're actually going to be uh, change, changing vendors soon uh, to uh, Printful. So uh, check out that store soon, too. Um, we're, we're on all the podcast platforms, Apple, Google, um, Spotify, Anchor, all that good stuff. And so, yeah, so also, one last thing that I always forget, and now I'm going to try to start doing now, is uh, if, you, if you're interested in you know, being a guest, if you're, if you're interested in, uh, in, in any kind of business opportunities for a Crohn's veteran, you, or you just want to support us, ask, ask a question. You know, there's something on your mind. You know, they you know that they, they feel that we can help out. Reach me personally at Jordan at Chromes.com, and you can reach. And you also can email CJ at 
at ColitisVeteran.com. And we need to add Crohn's and I'm learning. It's so new. You guys, this new to me is so exciting. It's Renika Wood at crownsbearden.com. Awesome. Awesome. That's so funny. That's so funny. It's awesome. So, so again, email us. Hit us up on Instagram, on our website, all that stuff. We'd, we'd love to talk to you, do business with you, engage with you, um, be, of, be of service to you. Uh, and again, thanks for supporting us and have a great day. Thank you.